What's up, folks? I'm your host, Keith Mattier, and welcome to the Normalized Excellence Podcast, where I provide you with information grounded in research and proven methods to inspire you to focus on the process of high achievement rather than the outcome alone. This podcast is designed to help you double down on your values, learn some new tips and tactics, and give you some inspiration and motivation to normalize excellence across all aspects of your life. Thank you for joining me, and now it's time to normalize excellence. Let's get it. Man, what's up, Excellence Tribe? Happy Sunday, or happy whatever day of the week it is for whenever you're tuning into this. And happy whatever day it is if you're tuning into this for the second time. If you're listening for a second time because you're trying to let the ideas marinate a little more, even more respect to you, man. I hope all y'all doing well. Let's get it. This week, I want to talk about how we can win the day. After all, your days turn into weeks, your weeks turn into months, your months turn into years, your years turn into a lifetime. So actually, we're talking about how we can focus on life. For another six episodes, I'll be using sports as a metaphor to convey my point. And this week, I'm using a metric from the basketball world called net rating. What is a net rating? Net rating is defined as a team's point differential per 100 possessions. So in other words, it's how many points you can generate minus how many points you give up. So in a high scoring sport like basketball, let's say I give up 100 points and I scored 105 points. That means my point differential is plus five. I scored 105, but the other team scored 100. I'm in the plus five points. But let's say I gave up 110 points and I only scored 90 points. That means my, my point differential, my net rating is minus 20. Uh, I gave, I let up 20 more points than I generated. So obviously that's not good. So why is this important in general? Why are we talking about plus minus in terms of the points? Because it's an easy guiding principle for how well a team is doing over a certain stretch of time. So we don't have to isolate it to that particular game. It can be a stretch over the last three games, the last five games, the last 10 games, right? And in general, the team who wins is the team who's going to score more points than their opponents, game in and game out, right? But to be a little bit more specific, the team who does that, even when they're subbing players in, even when they're injured, even when things are going haywire, is the team that's going to be the most competitive. So how do teams do that? I mean, they have different substitution patterns. They always keep a superstar on the floor. They have these event statistics for how to exploit just different different things in the game, etc. Alright, for sure, for sure. I don't want to draw you on too much NBA talk. How are these things related and why should we apply this mindset to our life? In lofty terms, your net rating can be defined as a measure of your win differential per 24 hours. In simple terms though, your net rating can be defined as how many small challenges you win minus how many small challenges you lose as you progress throughout your day-to-day and week-to-week life. To steal the tactic from sports teams, you should, of course, always have a positive net rating. Because if you're winning more small challenges than you're losing, then you've had a good week. Or if you're winning more small challenges than you're losing on a day-to-day basis, that means you had a good day. But this is especially important over long stretches of time. So not only on a day basis, not only on a week basis, but if we look over the last three weeks, If you say that you won more days than you lost, that's a good month. Or we can say over the last four weeks, just to make them consistent with the month. 
So if you're winning five or six days out of the week and you're stretching that over four weeks, you had a good month. You don't want to look up at the end of the month like, dang, what did I do this month? Like, or dang, I, I wish I would have grinded a little bit more. I wish I was a little bit more intentional here or I wish I was a little more grateful or thoughtful here. Whatever characteristic, whatever virtue you want to add there. We're obviously we're going to have some bad days and we're going to have some bad weeks here and there. But the key is to minimize the spiraling effect that can occur if we have those bad days or if we have those bad weeks. Me and my accountability partner, what we call that to like prevent us from spiraling, prevent us from having multiple bad days or multiple uh, negative net ratings in a row. We call it the two day rule. So you don't want to lose two days in a row. So, for example, if my my net rating is minus three because I, I I accomplished seven things, but I didn't accomplish 10 things or let's say my my net rating is is zero. I accomplished three things, but I didn't cross off three things on my checklist. I mean, that's going to lead to stagnation over time or that's going to lead to a stalling effect of me actually accomplishing what I want to accomplish. So I got to make sure that the next day, whatever things I didn't cross off of my checklist, I got to make sure that I do that. So not only is it that I score three and not score three, it's I score all six of my check marks. So now I'm plus six. Now that's crazy. It's a big difference between being plus six or being net rating is zero. It's incumbent on all of us to figure out a formal or informal system for creating these small challenges and winning more of those small challenges than we lose. So how can we create that system? How can we apply the net rating in our personal life? I have two main mechanisms for it. The first one is the daily checklist and the second one is a weekly scorecard. So for the daily checklist, I'm crossing that out as the day goes along. Boom. Did I wake up? Did I work out? Did I do my meditations? Did I do my affirmations? Did I do my visualizations, etc.? So then at the end of the day, during my journaling period, I'm making sure that I crossed off what I did do and that I leave not crossed off what I didn't do. So that allows me to have these days in review over time. And it's a centralized process because I know exactly what I need to be recording on this daily checklist. So the advice that I give here is that you want to make the checklist at the beginning of the day for all the tasks that you're going to do. And then at the end of the day, you want to evaluate, did you accomplish all of those tasks? What blunders came up? Why weren't you able to? Was it a scheduling problem? Was it an energy problem? What is it a motivation problem? Was it a uh, whatever problem it could be? You want to evaluate those things. So that's the first thing that I do to apply the net rating and to control my positive net rating on a daily basis. The second thing that I do is a derivation of the daily checklist, and that's the weekly scorecard. So the weekly scorecard for me is I'm aggregating those daily checklists across the last seven days. So every Sunday, I'm having a meeting with my weekly accountability meeting partner, or I'm having a meeting with my accountability partner, and we have it every Sunday at 11. And we're talking about, okay, what percentage did you did you achieve this thing? What percentage did you achieve this thing? And the reason this is important is because if you can control your net rating, you can have solace in the fact that you're making progress, even if you don't feel like you're doing the best. So for me, sometimes I'll be like, dang, man, like 
oh no, I don't feel like I'm making as much progress in my creative projects. Or I don't feel like I'm making as much progress in, in these professional endeavors or whatever. Then if I look at my scorecard and I grind it for six out of seven days, say I can trust the process. I can live with the fact that I might not feel good right now, but this grind is going to pay off. Because there are going to be some days where you don't feel good when you're grinding. It, it, it's not like, oh, wow, this is this euphoric moment. And I'm loving every every moment of the process. No, it's not going to work like that. So for me, I feel like I always just, I revel, when, I revel in the process. I revel in the net rate. And I revel in the day-to-day -day grind. I revel in that weekly scorecard so I can see if I'm grinding. Because I know that grind is going to pay off. So again... Your days turn into weeks, your weeks turn into months, your months turn into years, and your years turn into a lifetime. You can control each day by thinking about your net rating, by thinking about how much of the stuff you crossed off for that day, how much of the stuff you didn't cross off for that day, man. So go out there and make sure that you have a formal or informal system to ensure that you're controlling the day, that you're seizing the day, that you're controlling your net rating, and normalizing excellence. This has been another episode of the Normalized Excellence Podcast. If you have been inspired or motivated by something you heard today, definitely be sure to leave a four or five star rating and review.